cab, uh, 2015 cab. So it's actually, I think, my 11th vintage now of Cabernet. 2015, as you know, in South Africa was a great vintage for reds. Um, and what we got in 2015 was smaller berries. It was dry and relatively mild, not too hot, with um, more concentration as a result. You know, the, the juice to skin ratio was lower. So we got more concentration out of the skins, more, more color and more flavor, I think. So 2015 is uh, got quite a lot of intense fruit uh, to it, um, but very much on the spicy zone. Um, a lot of white peppery spiciness to it. Um, and the tannin structure is probably one of my bigger, more structured cabs um, that I've made. Again, purely on vintage, not on cellar techniques. I didn't make this wine any differently to any uh, of the previous cabernets. The same technique. Um, so it's, it's still captured a lot of the purity uh, of uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, what I aim for a lot of the time is for my wine to taste like Cab Sav. Being terroir driven on the farm, wanting to express my vineyards, it's imperative for me that I don't blend anything into this wine. So I'm working with only the fruit from that Cabernet block. Um, so it can be more challenging to do it that way, but I quite like that challenge. And I could, I could limit the vintage variation too by tweaking it by blending um, other wines into it. But I, you know, it's a conscious choice not to do that. Um, it's, a, it's an authentic expression of those vineyards. And the moment I put something else in there, I've lost all authenticity. But this wine has started to develop quite a cult uh, following, which is great for us. Uh, again, Europe, I don't know why, but they go pretty nuts for this stuff. No one seems to be able to get what they're asking for, which is obviously gets us into quite a bit of shit. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a special wine. Um, it's really unusual in the, in the sense of Cabernet coming out of this valley. Um, so it's quite a unique, individualistic, uh, distinctive wine. And that's really what I'm interested in. Um, like I said on that little walk, I'm really not trying to make the best Cabernet in the world. Um, I'm just trying to express Cabernet from this farm as honestly and as best as I can. Um, in a way that hopefully some people will resonate with and uh, enjoy. And I think we've achieved that, so I'm really happy with it. So this year was the highest. Um, I did about 15,000 bottles of Cabernet and Chardonnay. Together, and then, total. Yeah, yeah, together. But the whole farm, with including the Pinot now and uh, Wanderlust, um, about uh, 20,000, just over. And the Cab, Cab 2015, five, just over 5,000. Just over 5,000 bottles. 5, so I'm quite, uh, we're quite commercial now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to the tank farm that you're going to put down yes, behind exactly. the trees. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next year there'll be another 10,000 10, litres. Yeah. And then uh, just a quick note on that. I mean, we are a family business. Um, it's very specifically got the Vessels family on the label because that's, that's what we're about. 
Um, from, from having had the luxury now of traveling in Europe a bit, uh, Spain, Portugal, France, um, you know, I, I just really resonate a lot with those family businesses there that are tending their vines, they live on the farm, they make their wines, family members are involved. I know it all sounds very kind of romantic, um, but it's a reality and that's what we do here. Um, and Luke is uh, really involved at harvest time and he has been since he was about six. Um, I think he's, he, he went through a phase where he was less interested in the winemaking and more sort of interested in the drinking. Um, but he seems to have been getting more and more interested in the actual uh, winemaking uh, process again. So he's going to go off and do some harvests next year because um, he's finishing matric this year. And um, even Ava, from a young age, our daughter, she was yeah. always involved, at, especially over harvest time, you know, on the sorting table or they always used to have on a lot of fun uh, the cranking, the, the, cranking the basket press, yeah. um, you know, those kind of things. So it's very much in their blood from, a, from the age of three, four, five. Um, and it's what, it's, 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 our, uh, it's what we do. It's what we talk about. It's what we think about. The kids get annoyed at dinner table because it's all we talk about. So, you know, it's very much in our blood and, and what we do. And what we're really aiming to achieve here is to take these wines beyond Anne and myself. You know, it would be a real pity if it all came to an end when we decided to stop. So uh, we are the first generation. Um, so these uh, bastards here have got it a little bit easier. Um, and we've had to t teach ourselves about the whole thing. Um, but it's a journey that I think, um, <laughs> oh, you make me cry, babe. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, it's, um, it's just a really special journey to us. And I think the wines, um, uh, are just really an expression of uh, our passion for what we are doing. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, the Cabernet, please taste it. Um, uh, give, give me your feedback. Um, I'm really keen for you guys to taste the, um, the earlier vintages while I've got an eight out here. Uh, for me, my winemaking's improved since uh, the 2008 vintage. Um, I've got a better feel for you should must if you stand over there I, I won't get all you got me all going um uh you know i think my winemaking's got better since then um i've i've also figured out uh how to make um healthier wine as well um without having to throw chemicals and things uh, at it and um, just just by doing things uh better um and giving even more attention to things than i do um but the Cabernet, like I was talking about the Chardonnay, the Cabernet also has a very common thread that runs through it. And I think for me, again, it's, it's, it's that the purity of it being Cabernet Sauvignon, which means being herbaceous, vegetal, leafy, even slightly green in some respects, but never unripe. You know, people really need to understand that the mother of Cabernet Sauvignon is Sauvignon Blanc, and she's grassy and green. And, um, you know, you can get a green Cabernet that's ripe and you can get a green Cabernet that's unripe. And a lot of people make a big mistake 
thinking a lighter style of Cabernet is green in the unripe sense, where it's actually not. A lot of guys ask if there's Cab Franc uh, in this Cabernet. And it's got a quality that, uh, of that Cab Franc from the Loire Valley. Um, and it's just a, it's a, it's a more vegetal, uh, freshly cut herb, uh, tea leafy uh, angle on, on this Cabernet. And for me, I'm super happy that it does taste like Cabernet Sauvignon. And a more uh, fresher, alive style of Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and that's a common thread that runs through all my Cabernet. So there will be a slight variation over years with tannins, so with structure, etc. But there will, Arrestus River Cabernet, year on year, will always taste like Arrestus River Cabernet because of it being on that lighter, fresher style of Cabernet. And it, it is what I mentioned earlier, a lot more sort of white peppery um, as opposed to your uh, plummy or darker uh, red fruit um, edge. It's more on the, on the lighter side. And I'm talking lighter as in redder fruit than opposed to darker fruit. Um, what I love about my cab too, before I end off, is the finish. I think because the fruit itself has such a long hang time on the vineyard. You know, this Cabernet often only ripens late April here. Stellenbosch or Paul's taken the Cabernet off two months prior, or at least six weeks prior. We've got a very long hang time. Any cool area will tell you one of the benefits of that cool area is that the grapes hang on the vines longer. And that changes the fruit profile uh, and changes the flavor profile of the skins. So what we are able to get here is a ripeness in the fruit, but more importantly, with that extra hang time, a ripeness in the tannin. So if you taste an unripe Cabernet, that tannin is astringent and is what's giving you a lot of that greeny um, taste to it. The tannins with my Cabernets are ripe, finely structured, finely knitted tannins. And that is what makes my Cabernet quite distinctive. Is Even at, at this really young age of the 2015, the tannin is very fine and very smooth without blending anything else into it. So that's a Restless River quality. If you're ever tasting blind and you're wondering if Restless River's in that blind tasting, look for the more herbaceous uh, Cabernet, the slightly more alive, lighter, sprightly Cabernet, and look for that fine tannin structure. Guys, we're going to nibble a bit. I know we've got like a nice hour now just to chill and relax, and please drink the wines with the food. That's what they're made for. Um, I've also got uh, some older vintages of Cab and some older vintages of the Shard that we can bring out <coughs> and try them. I'll put them on the table here. Um, just come up, help yourselves. Ask me any questions or Anne.